Hello and welcome back to the Soul Star channel. It's Tiffany here and today is a little bit different. I'm going to post the three videos that I have done on Instagram Live over the last couple days with a video series called Activate and Revitalize Your Light. And I thought I would put it on here, even though the sound's going to sound a little bit different because I'm in my office. I think it's really high quality stuff because I really lead you through how to work with your lights and your shadows and all the parts that we resist of ourselves in order to really find personal power and responsibility. If you do want to, though, the videos are up on my Instagram at flow.school if you're interested in um, watching them rather than listening to them. So here are the three day series. The first day is really activating your light, really having a somatic experience about feeling into your body of where your light actually lives and being able to activate it anytime that you want in order to come into your own personal power. Now, with healing or personal development work, we can't just stay in our light the whole time. So day two is going through all about the shadow work and really diving into like what our resistance is to our self-doubt or procrastination or self-criticism or overwhelm, all of those things. And I share a couple of personal stories with that. And then I go through all the astrological signs of really what is the light and the shadows, and so that you can be a little bit more aware because we need to learn from both our light and our shadows. They're all part of us in this human experience. And the more that we resist procrastination and self-doubt and overwhelm and all of that, the you're just self-perpetuating it. So really, you know, giving you the tools to be able to live with your shadows and your light, that's where you can really flow and that's where life really becomes magical. And then the last day is really embodying both the light and the darkness and coming into things that really light you up and coming into your own beautiful self and how to like move forward um, in the future with both of these beautiful energies. So have a little listen. I'm going to upload each day individually and enjoy and I hope you have a beautiful sparkly day. Welcome to day two of Activate and Revitalize Your Light. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't watched day one already, I really urge you to go back and watch that 15 minute video to really dig deep in how to activate your light. But today we'll do a really quick activity to activate again, and then we're going to go into our lights and shadows. And yeah, let's, so let's get started. So sometimes we don't have 15 minutes to go and activate our light and to stand in our power and to really go inward really quickly. So I'm going to give you a nice little practice that you can do, um, once you know where your light is in order to activate it. And then we'll go into the revitalized part. So what I do, so just say if I'm just through the day and I feel myself getting depleted or I'm out in my head a lot or I just feel really drained, I just take a couple deep breaths into my heart. Sometimes I close my eyes depending on where I am. I don't want to be like a weirdo that's just like standing and breathing into her heart. So I just sometimes just like keep my eyes open. Normally I'd be somewhere hopefully that I could just like be with myself. Um, and I just breathe into my heart. So let's do that now. So you can even put your heart or your hand on your um, chest area and just breathing in. Into that part of your heart space that you felt yesterday on day one. And just really acknowledging your light. And then I would just acknowledge it and just make it um, a little bit brighter. And just visualizing it. 
And even then, even in that, what, like 10, 15 seconds, I feel a lot more calm and in my light. So just a reminder, I do a little practice that takes about five to seven minutes every morning to activate my light. But sometimes we need to top up. I mean, life can get really crazy and hard. So just breathing into your heart space, visualizing your light and allow it to come brighter normally brings me back into the moment. And sometimes um, if I'm in a very stressful situation, I sometimes just excuse myself, go to the bathroom and just do it in there um, so I can actually have um, time and space to be able to do that and to be able to close my eyes. Remember when we close our eyes, we get out of our head and we can go deeper into our bodies. Okay, so today's day two and we're really in the revitalized part. And for me, revitalizing my light was being really accepting and embracing of my shadows. And this is where I learned a lot of like personal responsibility and also the, um, the, the, the belief that life is happening for me and not to me. I used to be in that victim mentality of like, oh, this, why is all this stuff happening to me? Why is this happening? And this allows me to like shift it a little bit. And once I realize that life is happening for me, I've just been able to relax so much more and just really trust in the universe. And of course I have times that I'm like, why is nothing working out? But when I come back into my own light, I can really see and like open up the, the perspective of how is life really trying to serve me? Okay. So, um, we have this mistake, I think, especially in the healing world that like light and love and all of this stuff, but it's also about embracing our darkness or our, we are multifaceted human beings. So us to be able to like really come into our own light, but also accept all parts of us is like, Hmm, that's where the magic happens. And if we only stay in our light, then we're limiting ourselves from really learning from other parts of ourselves. And I'm going to say this quote again. I said it yesterday. Healing is not becoming the best version of ourselves. It's letting the worst parts be loved. And I love that because I think this is a little bit hard. It is a little bit hard because we never, we haven't, haven't been taught this. I'm a high school teacher. I know we don't teach this in schools, but imagine if we did because there's so much of us and me included that resist these darker part of ourselves, these parts of ourselves that hmm, may not look great on paper. These darker sort of, um, part of ourselves that um, is looked down upon in, in society. But oh, if we keep resisting these parts of ourselves, it's not serving us. It's not healing us. So I'm going to give you a little insight today on how to really accept those parts of ourselves. And then life becomes a little bit easier. And of course that resistance is going to keep, going to keep coming up. And those parts of ourselves that aren't really like the best version are going to come in. But if we can change the relationship with them to more, less judgment and more compassion, that's where it gets juicy. And that's where life almost, it's like, it's, that's where life becomes part of just living this human experience. So it's all about getting to the deeper why of your shadows, right? So just say if you're really impatient, maybe that impatience is really asking you to slow down, but you keep resisting it and you keep thinking like, oh, I just need to do the next thing. And, but instead of like, whoa, 
going with it. What are you teaching me, resistance? Why are you here? Maybe it's actually um, here to teach you like how to slow down and like really be in the moment. I mean, everyone's gonna be so different, but imagine if like your self-doubt and procrastination is really there and heightened um, because it doesn't really want to make the wrong decision. And of course, we go along with it. We resist it, resist it, resist it instead of like learning from it. So the moment that we can stop resisting and be with it, that's where the magic happens. And also like self-criticism, maybe that's actually trying to protect you. It's giving you all these like negative feedback of yourself because you don't really want to like put yourself out there and you're thinking what other people will think of you before you even think it. So it's really important to start um, looking at the way that you self-sabotage your shadows, the way that um, you show up and, and resist life. Now, in a second, I'm going to go through all the star signs and I'm going to highlight um, their lights and their shadows. So you might get a little bit more aware of it through that. You can also be more aware of your friends and family shadows as well. But part of accepting the, these shadows is is really coming um, and having a different relationship with them. Just like we have this beautiful part of ourselves in our light, in our, you know, in our heart space, and this beautiful part of ourselves, there's other parts of ourselves as well. And we need to allow to bring it all in, just like we did with our activating our light. So, um, in a sec, yeah, in a sec, I'm gonna go from Aries all the way to Pisces, and I'm gonna go through the normal, typical shadows that people have, but let me just go and give you some examples from my own life and how I've worked through this. Now, I'm a Scorpio, <laughs> and I know Scorpios are very misunderstood, but in my light, in my best version of myself, I am very passionate, transformative, and intuitive, and um, I really resonate with that as a Scorpio. But my shadows, I'm going to give you three and how I now work with them instead of resisting them. So the top one that I could think of is that I'm super sensitive and very over emotional when um, when I get flustered. Um, yes. And I judge myself about this. I'm like, why do I? It's almost like um, it's like that water sign of it. I get very emotional very, very quickly, especially if I don't feel like like I'm in control of things. Um, and I used to judge myself a lot about it. And I like, and I used to hide a lot about, um, a lot about it. And I used to like just <sighs> swallow my feelings, eat my feelings, drink my feelings. And now what I've realized is that this sensitive part of me is like triggering me to go inwards more and really connect in with like, what is being triggered? Why am I getting so emotional? And now I see it more like a superpower. It's like whenever this part gets triggered, it's like I'm either like not giving myself parts of myself attention or I'm not really validating my feelings. Now, as a Scorpio, I really need to be able to feel my feelings because um, if not, they bottle up and they come out like tss, like the, the Scorpio. I stole this from Chris Corsini. He does that. Um, so I need to be very aware of it because it will turn very um, quickly and go really shadowy. So I actually see this now as like when I get this emotional trigger, I'm like, whoa, okay, whoa, stop. Thank you. Activate my heart and then I can really learn from it. 
Now, the other one that I have um, is another Scorpio trait is being jealous, especially starting this business flow school. I used to like look at all these other people who had their businesses and they look like they had it all together. And I used to really compare myself to them and get like really jealous to the point that it would stop me from doing action because I was like, I am never going to be able to be that way. Right. And Oh, this one was a big one. So now what I've realized through going through my shadow work, which again is hard because we've not taught this, but I do have an, um, a way to get through this in day three. Um, now I realize that when I'm getting triggered and getting jealous, it's actually activating this part of myself that I am not stepping fully into. So now when I go on Instagram and I see these beautiful women having their businesses and I get triggered and I get jealous, I'm like, whoa, Tiffany, what do you need right now? And it's mostly like, oh, how can I uplevel my next level of my business? So like, what are they showing me? Because the, the thing that I'm jealous of are the parts of myself that I am not utilizing or I'm not really accepting in myself. So now I take it all as a learning experience. And then I see these women as like, whoa, they're showing me the way and I can actually have what they're having because parts of their success is what is already driven inside of me. And it's such a, oh, such a, uh, yeah, a more beautiful way to think of it because before I was super self-destructive, like I'd be like, what, why am I even doing this? All of that. But now I really see it as, oh, it's like really guiding me my jealousy is really guiding me into the light of where I need to like step up or where I need to let go um, a little bit more. And the last one that I'll share with you, I mean, I have lots of shadows. I have lots of light as well, but I have lots of shadows that I've had to work through is being stubborn. <laughs> and uh, my friends and family could probably um, see this in me, but um Whenever I feel stubborn, I feel get really tense around my, like I'm very aware of it now, but I get really tense around my shoulders and I get really like, like almost like a little troll. Like I'm just like really like almost want to stand my ground. And then I've realized that, um, it's activating something of my core values. So if I ever get stubborn, I don't want to do something. It's like, I don't want to do it because it's like, there's something unaligned in me and I don't want to like move forward. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've been very much aware of this now. This is probably the one that I still kind of like, not struggle with, but like, um, I'm working through, let's say, um, because even like with my partner and stuff, it's just like, I get into these little stubborn moods. And now when I get into them and I can feel that tenseness in my body and the somatic experience, I can move through it a little bit more and be like, what is really getting triggered? What core values are getting like, um, are getting pushed. And then I can just come back into my power a little bit more instead of being stubborn. I can show up with light and compassion and honesty instead of like just digging my feet in the ground and not really, um, solving anything and just being a little stubborn little troll. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely working through that one at the moment. Um, especially at work, sometimes I can be very stubborn and a little bit sassy. So I'm definitely working on that one. Um, but I just wanted to share these things because again, the moment that we embrace these shadows is where life just becomes a lot easier. So instead of like, resisting being stubborn or overly sensitive or being jealous 
I now flow with them and it's so much easier. And really there's when anything, anytime we get triggered, it's really a lesson. It's like, um, it's a teachable moment of like what's really happening. So I always try to like stop in the moment because I can feel it happening and I can come back into my life, but also see it from different perspectives of like, why is this happening to me right now? And again, this might be very overwhelming because we don't really think of life like this. We just think that sometimes it just needs to be hard. We just need to suck it up. We just need to kind of keep going, but there is an easier way. So, and I'm going to share a little bit more about that in day three to kind of like wrap the present up with a nice little bow on like how to really activate your light and also be in that moment of energy and calm and beauty. Um, moving forward with your lights and your shadow. So right now I'm going to go through from Aries to Pisces. So from April all the way to March, um, cause that's how the, the way the astro astrological year works. And I'm going to go through the top lights and shadows for each of the signs. And of course you're not going to resonate with every single one of them, but the beauty with astrology is that we are born with these like genetic codes. And the more that we um, can learn from ourselves from different um, perspective. So I do a lot of astrological work, human design work, somatic work, like feeling inward. And it's all about just learning about these beautiful parts of ourselves. So I thought this would be a beautiful way because sometimes we're not even aware of our biggest um, shadows and um, we need to like work with the light and shadow, the sun and the moon, right? It's all, it's all here and it's all beautiful. And yeah, this is my passion of helping women like really come in and accepting their shadows because that's when you can really step into your light. And if you go through your whole life thinking, oh, I just need to suck it up, go in, Tiffany says, go into my heart and breathe it out and just activate my light. That is going to work only if you do the shadow bit as well. Okay, so let's start with Aries. And again, I'm going to go Aries to Pisces. And if you're just waiting for yours, maybe listen to like what your friends and families are um, so that you can um, get a little bit of insight as well. So when I go through this, so the light and the shadows, what if, if you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely one of my shadows. These are again, just like triggers or activations in ourselves to be able to go inward and really see that part of ourselves. These are parts of ourselves that need to be loved and nourished, just like our heart space um, that we've connected with um, yesterday and today. So instead of being like, oh yeah, no, I am really impatient and selfish and self-destructive, be like, well, what is this actually trying to teach me? Um, yeah, okay. So. Aries, the light is confident, fearless, bold, a leader, enthusiastic. You're the youngest of the astrological signs, but your shadows, remember, no judgment, is you can be impatient, selfish, impulsive, headstrong, careless, and you can suppress emotions. So all of these are just things to be aware of as you move through um, life. And remember, you may not um, resonate with all of them, but Look, I've been doing astrology for a bit now and normally they resonate with people. So Taurus, your lights are your super loyal, patient, trustworthy, determined, practical, productive, and super kind. But your shadows, stubborn, inflexible, self-indulgent, self-indulgent, materialistic, short-tempered, and direct. Next is Gemini. Your light is that you're charming, imaginative, independent, 
generous, like adaptable, but also your shadows are inconsistent, scattered, unreliable, indecisive, impulsive, and restless. Cancer, your light is um, protective, nurturing, intuitive, loving, fierce, and caring. And your shadows are, you could be clingy, passive, aggressive, resentful, distrustful, insecure, or guarded. Leos, your light is your radiant, confident, charismatic, leader, magnetic, powerful, like the strength of a Leo. And your shadow is stubborn, dramatic, arrogant, self-absorbed, shallow, and attention-seeking. Virgo, your light is loyal, dedicated, sensitive, gentle, organized, detailed. Your shadows are you could be a micromanager, critical, overanalyzing, skeptical, inflexible, pessimistic, and worry a lot. Libra, the light is harmonious, balanced, charming, cooperative, graceful, fun, flirty. Your shadows can be indecisive, detached, complacent, people-pleasing, fearful, and detached emotionally. Scorpio, your light is that you're magnetic, driven, transformative, loyal, intuitive, passionate, creative, and your shadows can be sensitive, jealous, possessive, self-destructive, stubborn, compulsive, and secretive. Sagittarius is optimistic, independent, adventurous, curious, idealistic, fun, and honest. And your shadows are impatient, careless, argumentative, impulsive, blunt, righteous, and preachy. Capricorn is your lights are responsible, hardworking, logical, organized, ambitious, and respectable. Your shadows can be cold, workaholic, judgmental, controlling, fearful, and egotistical. Aquarians, your light is innovative, authentic, creative, visionary, intelligent, idealistic, community-minded, and your shadow is detached, maybe a little bit aloof, stubborn, rebellious, difficult, unemotional, and cynical. And last but not least is your Pisces, intuitive, dreamy, idealistic, empathetic, receptive, humble, and creative as your light, and your shadows are could be flighty, victimized, self-sacrificing, vague, over-emotional, and moody. Now, again, whenever these shadows come into your, into your life, they are just showing up because they want love and compassion. So it's almost like when they show up, it's like, oh, thank you for showing me that. How can I move it towards the light? How can I work with it? How can I learn from it to make it more light? That is the, the essence of what um, day two is today and activate and revitalize your light is really accepting your shadows and seeing them as opportunities to learn and grow and flow with your light. So I hope that you've enjoyed today. Please join me for day three because we're going to kind of bring everything together and how to like actually live with this light inside of you and the shadows and all the parts of yourselves and really activate the light and live from it so that you are like flowing with light life instead of like resisting it all the time with like low energy, feeling overwhelmed, feeling impatient, feeling like I just need a holiday. Let's come back into your light. Just take a deep breath. 
seeing it, accepting it. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow.